Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to this episode of uh, the Foreigners Journals podcast. My name is Caroline and I'm recording this on the 30th of um, April 2022 here in Germany. The weather is miserable as usual. Actually, the, yesterday was quite sunny and um, now it looks like the sun has forgotten us again. Today it was it was rainy the whole day and it's again kind of miserable. I'm just hoping that... <laughs> It's soon going to be, become a bit sunny, which of course brings its own set of problems, allergies and that kind of stuff. But uh, those are non-issues considering everything that's going on in the world. So um, the topic, I hope that you're all well, wherever you are. And the topic of discussion today is the whole um, issue in um, the whole uh, hot topic at the moment is that there are so many people um, here in Germany um who are well that is actually putting it wrongly i want to talk about the discussion about whether to um to deliver um uh weapons to ukraine like uh really heavy hitting weapons to ukraine so that they're able to defend themselves so this has been an, a big issue here in germany there have been discussions uh back and forth there are people who actively uh, very very strongly believe that um Ukraine should not be given um, uh, um, weapons like uh, like heavy hitting weapons to in, in order to defend themselves because they believe that this would escalate the whole uh, conflict in Ukraine, you know. And um, there seems to be uh, so many people in the leadership of the Social Democrats Party of uh, Olaf Scholz, the current uh, chancellor, who believe this and... Um, this has kind of uh there's been a long drawn battle about whether this should be done or not so this week after a whole level, high level of escalation also from the opposition uh like uh, which is the current position biggest opposition is angela Merkel's uh party the cdu so they finally decided the german parliament uh basically voted for it so uh ukraine is going to get uh um, heavy hitting weapons from Germany, you know. So these are weapons that could help them defend themselves against Russia's uh, aggression, you know. So um, what I want to talk about is the whole um, the whole hula baloo that has been raised around that, that that has been raised around this issue, you know. Um, really, there's some people who um, I've I've kind of watched this discussion uh, in amusement. But also, um, I was kind of horrified and also fascinated, you know, because I feel like um, the, this whole discussion, I personally think of myself as a pacifist, you know, I'm all for um, world peace and everything. And I really, I know that anytime there's a war, um, the people who um, who suffer the most are usually the most vulnerable in that case children old people the poorest suffer the most you know because those who are strongest or who have resources will often get themselves out of uh, tricky situations and this is not possible for the, the vulnerable members of a society you know so i'm all for peace and everything but at the same time um, um i think that after watching um the whole thing that is happening in Ukraine, I think it's, it would be irresponsible to claim that uh, um, to claim that uh, not that supporting Ukraine is actually um, a matter of uh, like uh, supporting war. You know, 
the Ukrainians have been attacked. You, you, um, Putin has basically uh, basically sent his um, military into Ukraine. It wasn't the other way around. And so um, watching children, old people, it's, it's really heartbreaking. I think war is bad in any situation, but I think anytime it's cold and miserable, I think it's just, it just adds to the misery. And this has been the case in, in, in the past um, months now that we've watched the war unfolding in Ukraine, you know. So um, to claim to watch so many prominent people, especially people that you usually consider cons uh, progressives, you know, and uh, I consider myself politically progressive, to watch them argue against uh, helping Ukraine because um, this would be something that would um, escalate the war or even lead to a third world war, I think is unbelievably dishonest you know i thought about it and i think i can in a way understand where they're coming from but i think for me it reminds me sometimes um i, I feel like when people have no stake i think there's a in something they tend to argue uh, academically about stuff they tend to present theories but uh, because they're not directly affected or maybe they don't care enough for those who are affected, they're able to detach themselves from the reality, you know. So, um, and I think that this is what is happening here to a large extent when people um, who, call them, who call themselves pacifists or people who think of themselves as peace-loving um, kind of sit in their warm um, living rooms watching TV and are... Uh, tell the world, lecture lecture Ukrainians or lecture uh, everyone else about uh, not helping Ukraine because um, because that would, um, that would that would escalate the issue. I think they're forgetting that the Ukrainians already are at a really, really, really difficult, um, difficult uh, are already fighting for their lives, you know. What else is there to fight for, you know? I mean, if they don't do anything, there'll be no Ukraine to talk about, you know. And I feel like... Um, there's some dishonesty in this, you know. I think that um, while I think I can totally, uh, I, I can totally understand why someone would criticize NATO or even hate NATO, I think that people are mixing up the issues here. You know, I think it's possible to um, criticize NATO for um, things that it has done in the past, or or even criticize the United States for all the things that they've done or not done in the past. It's possible to be to have that position, and at the, at the same time. Um, completely uh, agree with the fact that it, it's the, the right thing to do is to have the Ukrainians defend themselves, you know. I think one doesn't cancel the other. And I feel like sometimes people twist themselves in all these things because they want to, um, they have this ideological position and their position is that NATO is bad and um, they have maybe a way they feel about Putin and they feel like uh, whichever way you look at it, they have to twist it to um, make it look like he is not the aggressor in this point. And I don't know, I think I, I do feel triggered listening to people talking like this, you know, people talking academically about things that don't affect them directly. It's a bit the way um, sometimes you talk to people about racism. Or you hear people talking about racism, people who have never experienced racism, talking about the solutions to how to um, to curb racism. And sometimes it feels like there's this, there's just this, they're talking about it academically, you know, they're talking about it, they have all these theories about what should be done or not, or not, you know, and it has nothing, it has no relevance to them, it's just things that they kind of believe in. And 
And it's maddening to say that amongst progressives, you know, I mean, amongst conservatives and uh, all the people who kind of uh, don't, uh, people who, who, who um, uh, maybe don't have a problem with autocratic leaders or, or leaders who are brutal and dictators, I think for them, for this kind of people, I think that is somehow expected. But it's just really disappointing to see people who actually present themselves as um progressive people, people people who think of themselves as, as people who uh, want the best for humanity, it's just really um, disappointing to see them talk like this or to see them take these positions that just don't make sense, you know. I mean, what, what, could, what could possibly be the solution, you know, to let, um, if you argue, if you, serious, if you seriously believe that uh, arming Ukraine is a bad thing, then you're basically basically saying that uh, you you are okay with uh, what Putin is doing, you know. So far, I, I don't think anyone can claim that Putin is taking the negotiations seriously that have been initiated from different quarters, you know. So uh, what exactly are you saying? Are you saying that it's okay for um, Putin to do whatever he wants in, in, uh, in Ukraine and for Ukrainians to do nothing about it because anything else, uh, Ukrainians defending themselves or anyone... He, depending uh, uh, supporting Ukrainians are you really honest to claim that those who support Ukraine are the problem in this issue seriously I mean <laughs> I don't know I just feel like uh, I, sometimes I wonder if people are serious you know really I, I really do wonder you know but in this issue I I don't know I just I, some people say that um, the fact that um, the war, the wars in other parts of the world, for example, in in Yemen, the wars that are there's so many other wars that are going on. No one talks about it about them, and um, for example, in Yemen, um, there's the whole issue of the U.S. Um, arming uh, Saudi Arabia. You know, Saudi, and Saudi Arabia has been known to have uh, um, caused so many atrocities in in um, Yemen, and I think that those are legitimate criticisms. You know, I think you can. Criticize this. You can be mad about this, and at the same time, you can be honest enough to say that um, Ukrainians need to defend themselves. You know, I I, I don't think one. Um, I, I think I don't think agreeing with. Um, I, I don't think agreeing, agreeing with one thing automatically make the other thing unpalatable. I think you can both say you can say in this case the Ukrainians need to defend themselves and, and if we can help them defend themselves and let's have them defend themselves and you can also say at the same time you find it completely um terrible that the world doesn't seem to um recognize all the atrocities happening in Yemen or in other parts of or, or in Syria people seem to have kind of kind of turned a blind a blind eye on them and and that you completely find it above, uh, like really terrible what the uh, what the US for example has done in those countries i think those are legitimate um arguments but i feel like people are so stuck on what they believe in or their ideologies that they cannot fathom to kind of uh accept that most things are much more complex you know and sometimes um people who we don't agree with sometimes do the right thing you know i think that is what we have to kind of <laughs> accept you know that sometimes that things are not that easy sometimes the world is not uh divided into the into terrible and uh and um and good you know the answer sometimes is murkier than we are we're all willing to accept 
Thank you very much for listening. I hope that you are well wherever you are and keep staying healthy. And uh, till next time. Bye. Thank you very much for listening to the Foreigners Journal podcast. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. Please give us a five-star rating so more people can find the podcast more easily. If you have any questions or would like to contact us, then please use the email address podcast at We hope you join us the next time.